Screenless. Amy Butterworth, welcome to Creative Cuppa. Thank you for having me. Now, you have a very interesting creative job, and I think you can describe it way better than I can. What do you do? I am the Programme Design Manager at the Scouts Association in the UK. So I'm based at the headquarters at Gilwell Park, historical Gilwell Park. We celebrated our 100th anniversary there last year. And the Programme Design Manager manages the design of the Scout Programme. So the activities that are done in uh, uh, scout huts and meeting places around the country, we are developing a new way to uh, approach it. And the strategy of the next few years sits in my team in order to make sure that we are moving with the time. So it's making curriculum decisions, understanding how we're supporting our young people to go into the society empowered and confident and curious uh, and kind and uh, making sure that we're maintaining those scout values as well that have been driving us since 1907. So it's a really interesting balancing act and one that we do hand in hand with volunteers. So they, it's a co-design process and we make yep. sure that they are at every stage of the uh, activity development process. I told you you could explain it better than me. <laughs> That's brilliant. So how did you become involved with the with the movement? Does it go all the way back to childhood yourself or No, no it doesn't. It it goes back to uh, 15 months ago. So I uh, wasn't in scouts, I wasn't in girl guides. I was in uh, woodcraft folk, which is a kind of a, a hippie version of scouts with no badges, but we we sing and we camp and it's like it's sort of the, the, the super liberal <laughs> yeah, end of But things. still learning life skills. Still and, learning life skills. Uh, um, still out in the woods and, and getting muddy and that, but it wasn't, it, it wasn't scouts. <laughs> um, and that comes from the preconception that my parents had of it. And uh, that preconception has been absolutely decimated since I've been working there. And I'll come on to that in a minute. But the way I got into scouts, I would have to go back to the fact that I did a, a drama degree and I was in comedy for about 10 years, so I wrote and performed comedy. I, I believe to this day I'm the only comedy violinist in the country, so uh, I was a classically trained violinist, and th- there were two things I could do was make people laugh and play the violin, so I was kind of playing on the circuit, and I was in a, a comedy, sort of a satirical blues band, I was in a sketch group, I was in double act, so that I was really hoping that satire could change the world. And after a particularly tiring Edinburgh Festival in 2011, I realised that it can't. (laughs) (laughs) So what I wanted to do was use my powers for good. And uh, for a long time, I've always wanted to work with young people to make sure that they are feeling confident to move in the world, particularly those who come from a, a space where uh, opportunities are not reaching them and the system is pretty much designed to keep them in that limited area. So I I left the circuit and a a national tour before it began and I started working in a pupil referral unit in Wembley. And if anything prepares you for uh, teaching maths to North London gang members, it's 10 years on the comedy circuit. There is nothing that you are scared of and you realise pretty quickly that the kids aren't to be feared. 
it's actually the the system that keeps them there but um it was important for me to understand what it is in schools and what it is in the way that we treat the kids who struggle the most in schools and how we support them or we don't support them so uh, I was there for about six months and then I realized that well first of all the crew was shut down due to budget cuts so I moved to a an academy where I wanted to understand what motivated a school what is it that drives it what is the administration so I started as an administrator after two or three years uh, I was there as the pastoral lead in the post-16 department so I was essentially kind of running the sixth form without it being the academic side so it was supporting uh, those with uh, extra educational needs those who are dealing with attendance issues and that sort of thing I also realized fairly quickly that you can't change the education system from the inside either. So I'm constantly trying to be like a Trojan horse, either in comedy or in education, and I can't shake up the system. So I left there to try and fill in the gaps that I was noticing in education. So uh, the, the kids who were going from year 11 to 12, those who really struggled to adjust were falling through the gaps. Those are the ones which didn't have as much support. Those are the ones who uh, would have had a lot of support for GCSEs and were finding independent learning really difficult in year 12, those are the kids who are going to be the most vulnerable, particularly at the age of 16. And going to a college is really difficult. So I uh, went to a a youth charity to develop um, an enrichment programme there. Uh, After a couple of years, I was made redundant because budget cuts, because children are hard to support for some reason. And uh, then I was at the RSA where I was managing a grant there to understand how on earth can you cut budget for something so important. Once I was at the RSA, I really, sorry, the RSA is the Royal Society of the Arts, by the way. Um, And so very much about uh, trying to decide grant funding for socially contributing projects. And then I was like, I need to get back into youth programmes, but I need to get back on a much higher level. I hadn't been running anything. I hadn't had the authority to make the changes that I really saw was necessary and one of the things I started doing in my CV, if anybody is out there going, I don't know how to like boost how people see me in my applications. My narrative in my applications were, this is all of my experience. This is all of my passion. I'm looking for a managerial role now. I want to be a leader in these areas because I think I see what is necessary. A couple of years ago, I was also while working doing a master's degree in organisational it's uh, the the unconscious at work so it's organizational systemic and psychodynamic relations in the in the workplace understanding what it is that stops people from being able to do change and that sort of thing um and I said I'm ready I'm ready to call the shots if you like and I've been the upstart for long enough I think I I'm, I'm ready for the position where I can I can actually make the decisions based on supporting those who are at the most risk and so my role now is making sure that any decisions that are made about the curriculum, the activities and the scouts come from a place of how inclusive is this, number one? How is the accessibility, number one? How are we making sure that we are reaching the kids who are in the tower blocks in the socially economically deprived areas, number one? Because if we design universally, then we are able to actually reach the people who we want to be able to reach and empower the most. When I was looking for jobs, I had dismissed the concept of the scouts because my immediate reaction was, I don't feel like helping middle-class white boys. 
<laughs> I've seen that they seem to have all the opportunities. And so I dismissed it completely. And the recruiting advisor said, no, no, no look, look at their mission, look at their strategy and actually where they want to go. It turns out that the Scouts not only have over half a million members in this country, so 460,000 young people are Scouts. There are 180,000 adult volunteers supporting those young people every single week. Furthermore, there is a Scout in every single country around the world except for two. That is 58 million scouts wow. around the world. 58 million. 58 million scouts around the world. Now, if you're thinking about how can I really empower and mobilize a whole generation, you get to the scouts. They already pledge allegiance to uh, values which are belief, respect, integrity, care, and cooperation. That is what we are based on every single day. Kindness, connectedness, citizenship, well-being like we've been doing this from day we make sure that anything that we have in society is a positive contribution the whole phrase is leave this world a little bit better than how you found it that's what robert baden powell said the whole leave no trace thing at glastonbury that came from the scouts the 12 people that have landed on the on the moon 11 of them were scouts And the twelfth one wasn't a scout because it wasn't allowed in Russia at the time. So there is so so you can see now how excited I am about being here because I had spent so long in industries and in uh, organisations and institutions which were so scared of that kind of mobilization of young people there is a whole youth shaped element to scouts where they go not only how do you want to shape your experience at scouts but how do you want to contribute to the system in which we are doing things. So we've, we're developing a U-shape award to make sure that leaders are empowering young people to take control of their experience, to say, I think this needs to happen because they're going to be our leaders next, not just in scouts, but literally in the country. And if we're having leaders who are based on how can I do this badge that benefits my community? My, my, we're thinking about our community when we're six years old in scouts. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I thought about ice lollies when I was six, not my community. And that's why it's a real pleasure to be in a position where, and it's an honour and it is a privilege to be able to work alongside people who have been a leader for 35 years or two years and they just go, I just want to give something back. And they're going, look, I see that my uh, beaver scouts or my cub scouts are really responding to this particular topic in the news at the moment. Uh, what are the activities that we can do with them? and supporting them to get the best out of their young people while also making sure that we're getting the best out of our volunteers. So that is 15 years of career progress ending up in a place which absolutely suits me and really excites me and has so much potential. It is bonkers. That is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I could just listen to that all day. What a journey. Under lockdown, I know you've been developing a new badge called the Great Indoors Badge. Tell us what that's about. Well, Gareth, this is historical. It is a revolutionary badge and I'm not underestimating this. So the Great Indoors was our response to being in lockdown. When we were first told that, you know, we can't go anywhere, we made the announcement that we cannot do face-to-face scouting. This takes away such an important element of our organization and the reason why people meet. So it was really difficult for people to hear that. And 
fairly quickly they were going okay well <laughs> what, what what else are we doing then because if there's something about scouts they are resilient as anything you know there is a, a phrase like look we've been through two world wars we can be we can get through this so we responded with the great indoors which is the activities that you can do which are still scouting activities which you can do at home or the place that you live i manage the team that put the activities onto the website and help you plan your program for the for the term or for the year uh, it's an incredible piece of digital innovation to help people not only look at okay what are the outcomes when i deliver this term what is it the young people want to do but it really helps volunteers to interact with a digital tool to make sure that they are bringing a, a balanced program to their young people so what we've done is take all of those uh, activities which can be done indoors or by yourself or in pairs or in small groups and said look you can still do these so the great indoors badge is uh, taking all of those activities and putting them into three stages and this this is where the curriculum nerdery comes in so it's three stages and in each stage you do one of each activity type so it's one spiritual activity one physical one a creative one an outdoors one etc etc once you've done one of those each so you've had a, you've done a balanced program you can get your stage one badge stage two and three will help you develop in a way which is not about just getting good at a skill although that is one of them, mastery, how do you get good at something? It's also uh, how do you increase your social influence? So you learn a skill, you practice it, and then you teach somebody else. Or you learn a skill, you do it every day, and then you think about how you can apply it to your community. There is something about making sure that anything we learn, we share. The reason why this is so revolutionary is because for the first time, this scout badge is available to non-scouts. We're very aware of the 60,000 young people on the waiting list at the moment who cannot get into scouts because there isn't space in the groups or there's not enough leaders at the moment. And what we hope we can do is not only reach those young people who have been really wanting to get involved in the scouts and haven't been able to, but look, here's a chance for you to do it and you can get a badge as well. We're designing the program so that there's tips for adults and parents who don't have scouting experience. So if you did need to make a knot, here is the guidelines in order to make that knot. But it's also hoping to make sure that we can reach the kids who haven't even heard about scouts yet. So if people want to find resources, if they want to try your great indoors badge, or if they want to volunteer for the Scouts, uh, or if indeed they want to join the already sizable waiting list to get into the Scouts, where can they go? We are very, very much welcoming and looking for more volunteers, uh, particularly now. I think it'll be really interesting to see, particularly those on furlough, like, well, you know, if, if you did want to give back, then this is a really great way to do it. And just to be involved in something that's really exciting and interesting, go to scouts.org.uk for the badge you go forward slash the dash great dash indoors it's a super fun little badge and you can choose how you do it which is really nice there's also plenty of links there on how to get involved you can put in your postcode and look for your local group and see how you can get involved there you don't have to be able to camp or do knots or be any good at parasailing that's not what we need what we need is people who give a damn about young people and the society that they're growing up in and that's really the only place that we need to start with that's fabulous Thank you so much, Amy, and thank you ever so much for joining me for a cuppa. Thank you very much. It's been great. Mm-hmm.